Welcome to episode 416 of the Paranoid School Rock Show. My name's Armitage and over the course of the next hour I'm going to be playing you music that you should hear on the radio, but don't.
Okay, fair enough. You can tune pretty much into uh, any rock radio station. And before you know it, The Who would have been played. I just love that song. Uh, I forgot it lasts nearly nine minutes. I've only seen The Who once, and that was with Exeter Ray at Wembley for their 25th anniversary in 1989. Bitterly disappointed. Kenny Jones had been replaced by Simon Phillips, and Pete Townsend was playing an acoustic guitar behind a perspex screen with Steve Bolton taking on the windmilling duties, uh, being more Pete than Pete. Uh, I wish I could say I remember seeing them when they were good, i.e. with Keith and then Kenny. But I have to leave those memories to Exeter Ray, who saw them at the Lewisham, Odeon and the Valley. Price of tickets and maintaining my dignity prevents me from seeing them these days. Uh, Talking of Exeter Ray, he sent me a text in a week saying that after watching the Shepherd's Bush Empire music of the Who gig on YouTube featuring Eddie Vedder taking on the aforementioned Won't Fall Again and Young Man's Blues, he was gutted he didn't go. Uh, I think mainly because he lives and breathes Pearl Jam. But here's a story I didn't know regarding Pearl Jam, courtesy of... The Claytown Troops vocalist Christian Ruel. Uh, whilst the Claytown Troop were on tour in the States, Stone Gossard, who had Jack Irons in tow, met up with him and played a tape of a singerless and drummerless Pearl Jam and wanted to know if Christian would jump ship and join him, Jeff Ammott, and Mike McCready. Obviously, Christian said thanks, but no thanks, and the rest, as they say, is history. This is the real life. Take a walk 
first time I saw the KLA Town Troop was when they supported the Damned at Brixton Academy. Right, new music time. First up is Captain Powers, who hail from Northern Germany. I only heard of them because they started following me on Twitter, then pointed me in the direction of their six-track EP. Unfortunately, their Facebook page is in German. Well, it would be, wouldn't it? So I can't really decipher what they're all about, apart from we do power rock and the quartet follow just three goals. Sell, sell, and then drown in the money. Uh, This is Ego. Just 
band who I have very little info on is Morning Birds. Morning as in, uh, on my way to work, I saw a young lady crouching by a grave sign. Morning, I said. No, she replied. I'm taking a shit. Yeah, OK. Uh, the three-piece band come from the Medway area of Kent, that's Chillingham and Chatham for non-Southeast England residents. They have an album out in Japan which, strangely enough, has yet to be picked up elsewhere. I assume this track, The Last Thing I Need, is taken from it. sorted out my iTunes and iPod syncing issue. Had to uninstall iTunes 12, then reinstall 11. Naturally, I copied the current iTunes library file and tried linking it to 11 to be greeted with the dialog box message that as this file had been created by a new version of iTunes, it was incompatible with the older. Uh, remember I said on last week's show how about my previous iTunes library being seven months old, rendering it pretty much useless? That's right. I had to use that. Then try and remember how many albums I'd added in the interim. 724 individual tracks. That's how many. On the major plus side, iPod and iTunes are now in perfect harmony. Coupled with the acquirement of a replacement car holder, I'm back listening to decent music once again in the car. I have actually a confession to make. Although I'm a paid-up member of GAS... For the last four months, I have neglected to download any of the new songs or demos. Obviously, I have remedied this. First thing I, I listened to were the Hoots Park demos and rehearsals, as that, along with Earth Versus, is my favourite Wild Hearts album. Talking to Ginger, uh, I still haven't got around to pledging for his Words and Songs book. Uh, as I've, yeah, I've got plenty of time to do so, so uh, I pledged on a couple of other things. The first was the International Swingers CD, Who Be Day, I Hear You Cry. Well, it's Glenn Burke, 
Glenn Matlock, James Stevenson and Gary Twin. As part of the bonuses, you are able to download the whole of an Australian gig, where this comes from.
other pledge was for a book signed which set me back 40 quid the book in question is Marky Ramone's Punk Rock Blitzkrieg My Life as a Ramone I did hesitate at the price but after reading an online extract it became a must have wow I've got Johnny's and Dee's. this is the Chuck Norris Experiment and R-A-M-N-O-E-S Ramones New York City NYC pretty me what it wants to be Black leather knee hole pants Can't play no high school dance Fast tune, hear them go Hear them on the radio Misfits, Twilight Zone R-A-M-O-N-E-S R-A-M-O-N-E-S From who first came to my attention when he played with David Bowie in the 70s and then more importantly John Lennon on the Double Fantasy Sessions has a new solo album in the works called Fist Full of Devils. First time I saw him live uh, was with the New York Dolls under the Waterloo Arches in 2011 and boy did the gig suck. Bad sound bad view and the whole place seemed half built uh, I think the only person who enjoyed himself was Sylvain Sylvain he fared a whole lot better uh, at the South Bank Centre playing with Yoko Ono in 2013 and ruled under the bridge with Glenn Matlock and Slim Jim Fenton the track I'm going to share with you is JWL uh, it's an instrumental and obviously a nod to John Winston Lennon sounds so much like one of the lost Lennon tape jams great stuff <laughs>
Now, last night, last night being the 9th of January, future listeners, Paul Raymond, the UK subs and the Witch Doctors all played within spitting distance of each other. Unfortunately, I couldn't mind any of them. However, the squirrel and friend of the show and oyster card carrying and squirrel associate Arkwright could plumping for the Paul Raymond at the borderline gig. Uh, Being as it was Friday night, the offer of our guest room was made to Arkwright, who gladly accepted paying in wine and then trundled off to meet the squirrel with our spare front door key. Unfortunately, Mrs A, who had been out for a meal and a drink, on her return automatically flicked the latch. So at 10 to 1, I get a text from Arkwright saying, Hey mate, uh, I can't get in, followed by, Your door is locked, and a missed call. All of the above I didn't read until the morning as my phone was downstairs charging. But at this point, he had obviously got in as porch and landing lights were off. Uh, after failing to gain entry, remember, it's Friday night and he's been drinking, he walked the mile to the squirrel's house, borrowed a duvet, walked a mile back to his car, which was parked outside our house, trying to sleep in it. But, thought better of it, as you can still get done for drink driving, even though the key's on in the ignition, and tried once again the key in our front drawer, which this time opened, maybe... Mrs A didn't flick the latch. Maybe friend of the show and squirrel associate Arkwright was too pissed. Who knows? Good job. He laughed about it in the morning. The same can't be said for the squirrel, who he woke to borrow the aforementioned duvet, who sent me a text saying, well, thanks a lot. Screw you.
new feature that probably is not going to make it past this week is songs that rock that shouldn't. Now, when my daughter was about seven or eight, she used to love this Australian TV program called H2O just add water it was about these three teenage girls who became mermaids whenever they came into contact with water uh, my daughter over christmas discovered that all three of the series were now up on netflix so had a marathon viewing session which uh, along with me catching up with three months worth of doctors drove mrs a to distraction anyway uh, i think the theme music uh, rocks in a power pop kind of way if you're interested which you probably aren't, and you probably think that I should be sectioned, there are three versions. The original, which you're just about to hear, by Ellie Henderson, the second by Kate Alexa, with the final by Indiana Evans. minutes left to run but as you can tell by the show's lateness i've been right up against it all day and i'm going to leave you with slayer's angel of death 30 percent slower than the original until next week take it easy (laughs) 